binoculars and what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Welcome to Featured Creatures. I'm Michael Donegan. <laughs> and I'm Michel Dugan. And I'm Garrett. <laughs> From Michigan by way of Louisiana. You're just the grouch. <laughs> the grouch in enough rewall, y'all. <laughs> Don't remind the listeners. <laughs> there one out there. <laughs> broken promises. No, no, I'm just super busy. Uh, it's not broken, it's just delayed. It's yeah. just, a little, just a little bit bent, it's fine. It's fine. Just we'll fix it. It's a little for it's a stretched promise. It's hard to keep on crunching in the free world. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Especially with all that's happening in the, the world. With in all, the, all that is actually crunching in the free world. There are reasonable delays in real life. Anywho. It's a wonder we're even getting this done. Um man. I, I was looking for a news story and I found this article that was twenty five like hyper local cryptids you might not know about. How 25 is And, like, it? the first few, I'm like, okay, all right. And then it's like, uh, fucking Beast of Jevoudan. <laughs> um, Tessie, the Lake Tahoe Nessie. I'm like, you just rant. You made your list too big. I do. I can appreciate, though, at least in this case, it, you know, it wasn't one of those lists that's like, you definitely don't know about this, and that's all things you know. At least they gave you kind of the benefit of the doubt. There were, like, three early ones. I'm like, oh. Okay, I'm writing them down for the list. And it had the disclaimer. You, know, you yeah. might not know. Man, we fucked around a lot with our new equipment. Yes, it was a learning experience. Pre and post monitoring. Pre oh and post, indeed. Yeah. But we figured it out. I still sound weird to myself. I don't know. I hope I hope this is okay. You're fine. We'll use a filter later. Okay. To scoop these out. You just use the auto-tune pedal. Oh, no, we didn't even get to that. I know. <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> another time. time. <laughs> I know. I really want to do the, uh, not, what is it? It's the Peter Frampton. Oh, man. Oh, I mean, man. It, I got to get it, one it of those. The, no this is the guitar say. that said. <laughs> I need the talk box. That belongs in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> that guitar belongs to Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton and all his children are dead, Dr. Jones. <laughs> then it belongs in a museum. Did somebody order a London Philharmonic, possibly while high? Cypress Hill, I'm looking at you. Uh, yeah, that was us. My dad went to the Cypress Hill smokeout, it- like, every year. <laughs> oh. Once again, just jealous you should have should invited man <laughs> that would have been great so i guess let's get today's featured creature yeah michael donegan <laughs> uh today's featured creature michigan dog man or michael donegan <laughs> thank you for acknowledging my uh <laughs> dyslexia uh so this could be any michigonian though right anybody from the up area i mean I'm saying they're a bunch of dogmen. I know what so. you're saying. <laughs> Huge slam on the Garrett's new people. Yeah, because as with Hekilunta and every other time I've investigated Michigan, it's yeah. made for me. No, I know what you mean. I'm uh, honestly, I'm kind of right there with you. Uh, while doing research on the Michigan dogman, I was looking up like how much house like checking. Up. How how expensive would it be? Uh, you can get a full rent a four bedroom house. Yeah. Uh, for about fifteen hundred dollars, that's pretty good. At least in the small town in the upper, no, relatively small to us town, 
in the Upper Peninsula I was looking at. Nice. Anywho. Yeah, Iggy's song is what he means when he wants to be your dog. He wants to be your Michigan dog man. <laughs> Michigan Iggy. Uh, Iggy is a dog. Yeah. He's the Michigan dog man. Yeah. The fool. How <laughs> Indeed. That too. See, again, say half goes back. Two different Iggy's. It just sounds like a like a Fleetwood Mac song, like Iggy the Fool. <laughs> so, uh, the habitat of the Michigan dog man... <laughs> Well, hold on. Give me a couple. Let, let me guess. East Lansing, <laughs> Michigan. Yeah. Oh wow. Mostly right. the Lower Peninsula. Really? Yeah. Oh, it has sightings in the Upper Peninsula, but I most see. of them, about sixty percent of them, are lower. Wow. Here's a description of this dog-like man. Oh, no. He was seven. He was seven feet tall, with glistening eyes of blue or yellow, bipedal, canine-like teeth. With the torso of a man, and a fearsome howl that sounds like a human scream. Okay. Oh. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is this the new podcast? We're just screaming into the mics. Oh. I mean, it's like more of like a light wailing, ghoulish wailing. Oh man! Because I don't so, want to blow up our it, new sound box. I just want to say, it, like this thing, like it. So it, it's seven feet tall. So it's big for a dog. And big for a man. Yeah. But it's like extra big for a dog. Yeah, it's like yeah. five labs. It, well, it's like, what, three labs? It's I three and count. a half Labradors. Like three and a half labs at seven feet tall. Yeah. Uh, according to legend, the dog man appears to humans in a ten-year cycle that falls on years ending with the number seven. Uh, once I get to the sightings, this legend is proved to be bullshit. <laughs> Uh, it's said to be able to leap great distances. In a single bound. I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, sightings. <laughs> that's uh, seven feet tall and its power is jumping. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it said it had the torso of a man. What about, like, the leg region? Or the, you know, kind of the armal right. area? So it's got the arms of That's Mantis the man. difference between a uh, canine type dog man and a type three dog man. It... <laughs> The two types of dogmen. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. Hold on. There are two types. Yes. And one type is labeled canine, canine type dogman, which and the is other the other one is labeled type, type three. three. Yes. <laughs> Why not? I mean, since numbers clearly don't mean anything in the scheme, it's just a type seventy nine. Oh no, because the type well, three type does diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> and type one is obviously the first one. Um. That's I got this dog abetic. Because uh, the type three does mean something. It just doesn't mean anything to dogmen. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We, we put that a type three dogman is a type three Bigfoot. If you're like, <laughs> what are you, hypothylacemic? Yeah. My blood sugar goes low. <laughs> I don't know. I start that's a, that's a That's a real stretch. Oh, uh, it's a real stretch on that one. But yeah, it's I made not it even dog related. I know it's a marsupial. I know because uh, no, there's the three types of Bigfoot. Is there's type one Bigfoot, which is your Patterson type Bigfoot. Okay, so like ape man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, type two Bigfoot is your skunk ape, more monkey like type. Okay. Ape so it's more ape than man. And then a type three is a type one, but with a dog head. It- <laughs> Gosh, dang it. I I was really hoping. That type three was going to be ghost. 
that we were just going to go in a whole other. It's like, oh, it's like a like a shamanistic, you know, native spirit no. just dwelling in the trees. And uh, no. I, I got the all of this from two different sources. <laughs> okay, so two two sources that corroborate one this, source this uses the other source. <laughs> Um, that's called it's from dogmanencounters.com which I learned about dogmanencounters.com from uh, the last uh, 2019's um, last podcast on the left live show (laughs) dogman encounters yeah but because dogman's a type of cryptid so I didn't use a lot of that website because a lot of it doesn't focus on the Michigan dogman dogman encounters so to answer your question I don't know about its legs. <laughs> okay, nobody sees it from the waist down. It has a bunch of different descriptions every time it shows up, hence the yellow or blue eyes, which means there's probably more than one of them. Well, I mean, naturally, you need a colony of dogmen in order to survive. Like a pack. One might say. You know, a litter of dogmen. 1887, the first known dogman encounter. The first known dogman encounter was documented in Wexford County, Michigan, Two lumberjacks were out in the woods when they spotted a creature they described as having the body of a man, but the head of a dog. So type three dog man. Okay. Um, Other sightings began to trickle in throughout the upper peninsula of Michigan, and locals found dog tracks in the dirt around several deceased horses. The horses allegedly perished of fright. (laughs) They were scared to death. Can't eat fright, so they perish. I just imagine there's these two lumberjacks out in the wood, and they're like, "Hey, look, that guy's got like a terrible face, but he's hung like a dog." Like <laughs> <laughs> everyone slowly looks at him, <laughs> just look down, oh, right? And he's just right. like hanging out, and then you know they do it, doggy style. 1938, <laughs> hence the tracks. See, 1938 automatically just the, the sevens just gone already. <laughs> A what seven- was the? It was what, 1887. Yeah, I I thought it was it was like well, appeared over ten years, right? It's like every ten oh, okay. years, years ending in seven. But it's wait, eight is possible. Yeah, there, no, yeah, that, what like multiple okay. dogs and they have different calendars and dog years. So oh, oh, calling you because dogmen. it's dog years and the numbers change every time. So that part of the legend, ten years, seven. Yeah, that's from a song that I will get to later. Really? Yes. Um. And this first sighting is probably also from that song, so that first sighting didn't happen. Um, a 17-year-old named Robert Fortney... Wait, 17? 7 plus 10? ...claimed that while standing near the Muskegon River in Paris, Michigan... I'm sorry, Paris. In Paris, Michigan. Uh, he was confronted by a massive black dog. Fortney didn't report his encounter until 49 years later. But he swore the beast reared up on its hind legs and stared him down with piercing blue eyes. Terrified, he fired at the creature, and it quickly fled. Fortney remained chilled by the event for years to come. However, later stating, It may be that I was just scared, but I swear, that dog was smiling at me. Yeah. Okay, dogs do not smile. <laughs> no, no, there's a video of it. It's a Mandela effect. <laughs> How do you Mandela a I'll dog show you, smiling? Because they didn't know how to smile before, and now they do. 1986. Oh. Out near Manstee, Michigan, Ray Greenway was driving home from Manstee Army Recruiting Station. It was late at night, and he noticed something in the darkened field beside him. 
His headlights were reflecting off of what appeared to be eyes, but they were much too high off the ground to be a deer. Wait, hold on. This was next to him? Yeah. And his headlights were okay, off of Okay, Shefton, I know you don't drive, but yeah. when there's a large field next to you when you're driving, your headlights aren't a straight line. It's no, more I of a know, cone weapon. No, I know, but like still. So, <laughs> like, I like cone weapon. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> I like, I like weapon. Maybe driving doesn't suck. Uh, <laughs> so, weaponized in the headlights. dark field next to you, slightly ahead of you, you will okay, see a reflection right. of all eyes. Right. I, okay, just if I were telling the story, I would say ahead of me. But I could I could see how somebody would, you know, just a Michiganian dog man might, you know, have a hard time reconciling next to and ahead of. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, the unidentifiable creature began running towards him and made an incredible leap clear across the two-lane road. Quote, there is no animal that it could be. I know that it was not a deer. <laughs> Ray later recalled... Uh, he went on to describe its yellow eyes and impossible leaping ability. <laughs> I do remember that I saw both eyes as if it was looking at me the whole time. That, along with its leaping ability, is what I will never forget. Okay, so I totally know what this is. What? It's an errant kangaroo. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. seriously. No, no, like, yeah, it, yeah. Like, up on its toes, it's yeah. got, like, a dog head. It's bipedal. Uh, kangaroos don't grow to be seven feet tall? Yeah, No, that's do. true. But there's, um, okay, so there's an extinct species nah, they're, of kangaroo. they're fucking hyperjacked manlets. Yeah, but that's why they appear to be seven feet tall. No, but tall. there is, there's a, there's a well, now there's extinct w- species of kangaroo that was huge. Okay. There was, like, five plus so feet tall. So not only is an errant kangaroo, it's an errant extinct kangaroo. Well, I'm saying that, like, the, or like the, the initial sighting of it might have totally been that. And now it's in people In 1887? Freaking. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. People were Australia sort of was back. discovered by then. People this were... is in Michigan. No, no I'm saying somebody brought up. one over. It was yeah. in a circus. People were five feet tall then. That was the national average height. <laughs> this is true. I know someone from Michigan. He said, Alan, I was average height in 1955, <laughs> and now I'm not. He's 5'1". So, so, so knock that back even further. People are three feet tall. This jacked kangaroo coming out. No one's seen one before. And it's definitely not the Dogons of Sirius. It's a kangaroo. Yes, do the math. I did. We would have been giants among not giants. Uh, 1993. Which also adds credence to giants being five foot seven in the Middle Ages. People were two feet tall. Where are you getting your numbers from? I crunched them. He dongle, he, he dingle crunched them. <laughs> yeah, he side hill crunched them. That's why they're not really correct, but it just depends how you look. So, at it. 1993, one particularly memorable dogman account came from a 13 year old girl named Courtney who lived out in Reed City, Michigan. She decided to sneak out for a cigarette behind her family's house one winter, and she got the scare of her life. She claimed that a glint of light seeping out from the planks of an old abandoned barn got her attention. She followed its movement, and slowly it dawned on her that something was there. She realized the six-foot-tall thing hiding in the barn had the head of a dog and was staring right at her. She ran off terrified. Later, her neighbor, had, <laughs> her neighbor confirmed that they, too, saw a creature out in that barn. They described it as a buffalo-sized dog. I was going to say, I think I know <laughs> what? what it is. It's Joe Camel. It, no, because he wouldn't have scared joke, her no. from smoking. He would have been yeah, like, huh. you want some more? Well, it was an early bad prototype. I mean, I actually, I think, see, I'm going in the other direction. 
where it was like her parents knew she'd been she'd been smoking, and so her dad was like, you know what? I'm just gonna scare the hell out of her. If I can't keep from smoking behind the house, I can at least scare her away from like you know behind the house. <laughs> so he just waited, you know, baited her with some smokes, left him out on the table, grabbed a dog mask from you know downtown. <laughs> And he just waited outside. As soon as he smelled that delicious tobacco smell, he just popped out with a dog mask, and she ran inside. Man. And then the neighbor was in on it. They were like, oh, How yeah, I definitely saw How many cigarettes would a buffalo-sized dog need? <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, only one. That's true. Only when they get really, really stressed out. I have a, I have a dog story, that, a dog man story that from my childhood. Really? You had an encounter with a dog man. Uh, and this wasn't your dad in a mask. So, funny to bring up mask. Because that... <laughs> and no, it was not my dad. So, it's back when I lived at my grandparents' house when I was really small. Okay. Um, I think I might have been visiting. I don't know. I had a room there. One of my grandparents' friends like spent the night, and he just slept in my grandpa's chair in the living room. Okay. Just sitting in the chair. And I, went, I like snuck out in the middle of the night. I don't know what I was doing. I was probably grabbing a cookie. <laughs> Sounds about right. And I swear to... Cr- fu- I was going to swear to Christ, but that means nothing coming from me. I swear that... You swear all the time. You didn't swear. That's when you knew he saw something. Uh, That is the dude in the chair asleep had a dog head. He just like, he unshape shifted for a moment. Was his name Michael Donegan? (laughs) And I just like... checks out. I just like backed up, went back into my room, and my thought as a child was, why the fuck is that crazy guy sleeping in a dog mask? (laughs) (laughs) I was more worried that there's a psychopath sleeping in the house with a dog right, mask like, and really the possibility of it being a human dog. Well, I'm not going to kink shame. That's pretty normal. You didn't run up and tear it off, Scooby-Doo style? What if it wasn't a mask? Yeah. You get bit and you become the next Michael Donegan. So, 2001. <laughs> one witness claims a creature, best described as a werewolf, parentheses, or dog man, uh, was stalking up the hill behind their house in the late fall of 2001. Quote, my stepdaughter and I were looking out the French doors to see a creature, black in color, like a big bear with haunches and the head of a wolf. I'm bragging about their French doors. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's the most important thing. While that was the first and only visual the Cass County Michigan residents experienced, they still hear it splashing around the 20-acre swampland at night. Sometimes... They can even hear it shrieking. (laughs) According to them, it has the scream of an infinite. An an infant. An infinite. (laughs) An infant. Loud and hysterical. Ah, so more like, oh. (laughs) But infinitely, forever. 2006, a car ran off the road due to a dog man, and here is the OnStar call that was made during the incident. Oh, God. OnStar emergency, this is Kyle speaking. How can I help you? Hello? Something just ran in front of us on the road. We're in the ditch. We we rolled over. How many people are in the car and is anyone injured? There's two of us. I, I, th- I don't think we have any injuries. Is the car on its top or wheels or what? No, it's kind of sitting on its side. Hang one moment, please, while I contact emergency services. Okay. I cut out okay, a big gap of silence. In a few minutes. Is everyone still okay? Yeah. I think we're okay. What ran in front of you? A deer? I, I don't know what the hell it was, but it was big. It looked like a great big dog. I was standing up. Was it a bear, maybe? Maybe. 
Giveaway is that it's too clear. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing his job too well. Oh, it was a bear. Oh, I don't know. And then, like, bear noise? Uh, uh, it's the answer, yes, it was a bear. And then another one from 2006. While driving on an isolated road in Lansing, Michigan. I was uh, right. Anywhere. Uh, in May. A good guess. A man named Ron slowed down for what he thought was a deer. Quote. He's just hitchhiking. He's like, I want to pick you up, deer. <laughs> All of a, a quote, all of a sudden, a human like hand, parentheses, except much larger than a normal man's hand, reached over the edge of the hill and this huge silhouette came into view. What? Like, I'm getting uh, weird, like, yeah, like I, a hand. Like, when he said much larger than a normal hand, I was thinking like a yaoi hand. Yeah, not, not like Paul a Bunyan. <laughs> like, what came out of the darkened hillside was a massive man with a wolf-like face. That was just Jojo, the dog face boy. <laughs> a massive man. Uh, quote, it was much larger than a normal man, and it had a wolf-like face, and his eyes reflected in my headlights. It just sat there and looked across the field on the other side of the road, and then it just... Very calmly turned its head and looked right at me. Hey. He's just so, like, I'm a dog, man. Oh, you nice, want something? Nice Nissan. <laughs> uh, 2009. Rhonda, a residence of Three Lakes in Michigan, had a dog man encounter in the fall of 2009. She was traveling on US 441M with her son, and the beast ran across the highway near Tioga... Tioga Creek. Yeah, nine months later, she had a litter of dog babies. Well, dog man babies. <laughs> litter of Quote. literal dog babies. Quote, we were very puzzled and thought it might be some mutant wolf and could not figure out what we witnessed. <laughs> okay. She went on to say the beast, quote, ran fairly fast, about 50 feet in front of our truck. It was so strange because the front of it was much higher up than the back. Larger than a wolf. It was like a centaur? No, like a human arm. Its arms are longer than its legs. Okay, so it's like a person running on all fours. Yeah. All right. Blop, blop, blop. Where the fuck? She claimed she'd never heard of the dog man until after this incident. After reading descriptions and stories online, she was able to confirm for herself that the creature she encountered was a dog man. 2011. At first, oh, oh fuck! I wanted to do this in my Robert Stack voice. Do it. In, do the Stack voice. I don't think I can. Slam a stack. Try. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. How many times have we got now and do Jesse Ventura? I I don't because he has a Jesse Ventura voice. Yeah, but I lose it after a whole two. Pages. I don't even have a, Just a do Robert the stack. stack. No one even. I think knows I can who do an investigation discovery voice. Honestly, maybe. that's true. Like I would, I would, I couldn't tell. Like I don't got one in me. <laughs> I'm trying. It's okay. It's all right. How about Tom Brokaw? <laughs> At first, Chuck thought he spotted a moose as he approached Nestoria Road in Bur- Baraga County, Michigan. It was a bit foggy and dewy that early morning in 2011, but Chuck knew he saw movement just off the edge of the road and into the woods. He stopped at the intersection, waited, watched, and nothing happened. As soon as he picked up speed to leave, the creature reemerged. Quote, 
Immediately, this animal ran out of the woods in front of my car and jumped across the road to the south side. I mean, it took three long strides and was gone, almost like it vanished through an invisible wall. In a state of shock, he observed the creature. He'd never seen anything like it. Quote, it was on all fours and had back legs like those of a large man. It had jet black fur and looked like a very large wolf. Other than the back legs and the human-like rump, <laughs> there was no <laughs> tail. The profile, the profile of the head and snout were like that of a wolf. It yeah. didn't make a sound. I was kind of doing it for him. He had that human-like rump if, and man-like legs. Mm, I tell you what. If you want to get to people just creaming their jeans about a monster, that is all the Beast of Bray Road is about. <laughs> really? Every description of the Beast of Bray Road is like, he was like... Kind of cut and <laughs> like, I don't know. He's like you know average kind of guy, you know, like really attainable, but like really built. You know, he's like mysterious. he's a regular guy, but he cares about himself. You know. So we have some theories. Okay, I really like yours of Aaron Kangaroo. I actually think it's that. Like yeah. it's just exaggeration. And it's like a an upright dog faced thing that jumps. Yeah, no one can tell fucking size. Like, well, that is a fact. Uh, the other th- other theories and an undiscovered breed of wild canid. Okay, a prehistoric wolf. Mm. A dog, a dog coyote hybrid. Wouldn't that be small? Well, I guess it depends on what kind of dog. Also, the one that I think is the most true, a bear. Yeah, or the same creature as the Beast of Bray Road of of Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. The Beast of Bray Road is said to possess a combination of human and wolf qualities, like the, its neighbor encrypted the Dogman. It likes to leap long distances. In this, in the specific case, it likes to leap across Bray Road, scaring motorists in the night. Uh, couldn't this also be the thing that we discovered while researching the chupacabra? I mean, like not literally the same thing, but the same kind of thing. Yeah, like, like a like a hybrid. A, yeah, some kind yeah. of hybrid that's got not necessarily or hyper mutated thing too. Yeah. So, yeah, I would go with that if it didn't go all the way back to. I'm not gonna go to the 1800s one because that was part of a song, but like to the 30s. Yeah, I guess that's true. If it was a newer thing that had a huge fucking chunk of sightings, I guess that's true. It's more recent. I'm going to give it to my serious conspiro friends. Your serious conspiro? people. Aliens. Pop culture. There's nothing on this thing, right? There is a 2011 movie uh, made from directors from Michigan, and it's just called Dogman. I see. But I wanted to put... I, I purposely didn't put this forward. This is the most important thing about the Dogman. It is in 1987, disc jockey... Steve Cook at WTCM-FM in Traverse City, Michigan, recorded a song titled The Legend, which he initially played as an April Fool's Day joke. He based the song on myths and legends from around North America and had never heard of an actual Michigan dogman at the time of the recording. Cook maintains his skepticism about the possibility of a real dogman. He had this to say about the matter. I'm tremendously skeptical because... I've sort of seen the way folklore becomes built from the creations of the song to what it's turned into. But I do believe people who think they saw something really did see something. I also think the Dogman provides them with an avenue to explain what they couldn't explain for themselves. Cook recorded that song with a keyboard backing and credited it to Bob Farley. After he played the song, Cook received calls from listeners who said they had encountered a similar creature. In the next weeks after Cook first played the song, it was the most requested song on the ra- the station. He also sold cassettes of the song for $4 and donated proceeds from the single to an animal shelter. And a local right. dogman shelter. Over the years, Cook had received more than 100 reports of the creature's existence. 
Later added verses to the song in 1997 after hearing a report of an animal break-in by an unknown canine at a cabin in Luther, Michigan. He re-recorded it again in 2007 with a mandolin backing. Wow. And I'm going to play this song at the end of the episode because it is five fucking minutes long. Saga. (laughs) The saga of the dog. And that is all I have about... The dog man. So what is it with Michiganians where it's just like, you know, this like silly thing, I'm just going to make a song. Yeah, what is it about people who work at a radio station making songs? I just, what I'm saying is I the, just, I expected there to be a follow-up song that was like, dog man, go away. All right, that's what, that's all I'm saying. Oh, it's just raining dogs. <laughs> right. Hallelujah, it's raining dog men. <laughs> uh, you know, a world record, nine inches of dog rained, you know. I think any amount of dog rain would be a world record. Well, yeah, but that's just, that's the high end, you yeah. know. Okay, I gotta I got, I got go, because I gotta be home in, like, he's gonna be in there in 15. Uh, I guess no plug mandations today. No, uh, yeah, uh, flatledge.bandcamp.com, EVP, check it out. You guys can record without me. I'm going to plug an Indian movie called Himatwala. It's on you on YouTube, on Netflix. It's an action comedy. You should watch it. Um, no, no plug recommendations. We love you all. <laughs> Luigi, not you. So the officer and I went out there to take a look at it. And I just tried to chew in around the doors and you could see a dog print you know alongside the window there and so it was you know obviously a dog
roadside a four-horse team lay dead with their eyes open wide. When the vet finished up his examination, he said it looked like they died of fright. In 37, a schooner captain said several crew members had reported a pack of wild dogs roaming Bowers Harbor. His story was never recorded. In 57, a man of the cloth found claw marks on an old church door. The newspaper said they'd been made by a dog. He'd have had to stood seven foot four. In 67, a van load of hippies told a park ranger named Quinlan they'd been awakened in the night by a scratch at the window. There was a dog man looking in and grinning. In 77, there were screams in the night near the village of Bel Air. Could have been a bobcat, could have been the wind. Nobody looked up there. Then in the summer of 87, near Luther, it happened again. At a cabin in the woods, it looked like maybe someone had tried to break in. There were cuts around the doors that could only been made by very sharp teeth and claws. He didn't wear shoes because he didn't have feet. He walked on just two paws. So far this year, no stories have appeared. Have the dogmen gone away? Have they disappeared? Soon enough, I guess we'll know, because this is the time to fear. For another ten years has come around. The seventh year is here. And somewhere in the Northwoods darkness, a creature walks upright. And the best advice you may ever get. <laughs>